Hello, travelers. I am Morgan, your host and dungeon master for this amazing podcast, where myself and our players are weaving together a fantastic story for your enjoyment. Before we get started, I want to send a special shout out to our partners at Underground Oracle Publishing and our new partners at Describe. You of Publishing are talented creators who make fantastic content for D&D 5e, ranging from anywhere from subclasses to new races and other elements for your game to even adventures. Their creations are literally a boon for dungeon masters everywhere. Describe.com, spelled D-S-C-R-Y-B, offers over 7,000 scenes of places, monsters, and spell descriptions, and the list keeps on growing. Whether you're a new DM in the hot seat or an experienced master of games, Describe can help you prep amazing scenes and descriptions, creating the perfect mental images for your players. And on a personal note, I've really grown to love the visuals that they have offered for me and my players. If you're looking to up your scenes at your table, head over to Describe.com and feel free to use our code MINDFLAYED at your checkout and you will earn 10% off your first subscription payment. And finally, I'd like to share that almost all the music and sounds that you hear are provided by either Arcane Anthem or Tabletop Audio. As always, before we get started, let's introduce our cast. Hey everybody, my name is Jake. My handle is D20Deputy. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, pretty much everywhere. Um, I am the DM of a group called Death by D20, and I love Liquid Death. Liquid Death, the greatest water that ever existed. It will murder your thirst, but it won't murder you. Hi, my name is Justin. I'll be playing the Fire Genesee Warlock of Jace. My social media handle is Giga Conduit. Hello, everyone. My name is Jonesy. I run a group called Hard Knock Dice, a live stream. You can find us on Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, all that good stuff at Hard Knock Dice. I'm going to be playing Vernalox Summerstone, the Dragonborn Cleric. Hi, I'm Kylie. Uh, you can find me at various social medias at History underscore Kylie, and I play the Aarakocra Ranger Aka Lightfeathers. And I don't have anything to plug. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's get these dice a rolling. Last time, our heroes continue to explore the tunnels in this endless abyss. The underworld, where no light penetrates, where no plants grow, where dark and ancient unknowable beings dwell. Our heroes, with the help of their new friend Klar, find themselves finally entering the cavern where the miners were last seen. A chamber that should be filled with boisterous laughter and the clanging of hammers and pikes was deathly silent. But as the group moved forward, the silence was broken with the sounds of clinging in a deeper chamber ahead, but also low growls coming from within. Before our party had time to prepare, they were surrounded and attacked by multiple displacer beasts, which they began to fight quickly and defeat even faster, allowing only one to escape. Oddly, though, 
The one that left felt like it was being called back. Now the party stares at the entrance to where the beast has fallen back into. This is where we return to this exact moment as our adventurers breathe heavily from the engagement just moments ago. Behind them lay the dead. Ahead lies the distant clanging of hammers and the unknown, battered and bruised from their journey in the Underdark. Our group stands facing this open, new chamber. Stress of being stuck here beginning to grate on several of you. And there's this strange voice or whisper that seems to be just in the back of your minds, warning you to flee. What do you guys do? Is everyone all right? I, I... Everyone's dead! Oh, no! I, I think I've... I think I've made it, uh, I've made it through worse, but that was a rough fight. I was going to ask you if you were joking, but you don't often joke, Vern, so I am just very tired. I could also use some rest. Yeah, that wasn't great. We should stop here or somewhere safer. Well, we can't stop because it got away. And we can't keep going because three of us might die. So we should rest for a little bit. How hurt is everyone? I'm, I'm pretty hurt. I'm 31 of 45. I would say on a scale of... And I also am exhausted, actually. 1 to 72, I have... I'm roughly at a 32. What? <laughs> I don't know what hit points are, but if I were oh. if I were to pick a scale of one to seventy-two, just arbitrarily, <laughs> I would say I was about at a thirty-two. Yeah. Can you do any yeah. healing magic, Burn? I can, but if I do, we push forward. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I. Hold up. I, let me raise a hand. Who else has a point of exhaustion other than me and uh, Kylie? Um, not I. For I am incredibly resilient of mine. All right, rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> I do think no, I, think I spent a spell <laughs> to get my armor class incredibly high. Yes, I did. Abdiel. As you guys are all standing there, that whisper in the back of your mind begins to resonate louder. And you hear, touching your mind feels like running my hands through shattered glass. So disordered and chaotic. Come, let me cradle you and bring your mind the peace it so desperately craves. I would never want to run my hand through shattered glass. You guys, you, you hear Abdiel whisper that. <laughs> <laughs> nor, what? nor would I, Abdiel. That's Abdiel, a astute recommendation. Mine. What are you talking about, man? Say, does do all of you hear that whispering in your in your in your mind palace, or is that just me? Wait. That was in my head. I thought everyone could hear that. 
hearing's not that good, but maybe. Just to clarify, it is like a psychic thing we're hearing, or is it an audible, like, something that I am hearing in the world? You've, up until probably this moment, you weren't sure. It sounded like it could have been. I see. It's in your mind, but you guys, it sounds like a voice calling out to you. And it's, it sounds like it's echoing in the caves around you. I see. But it doesn't talk a whole lot. It's mostly just in the back of your guys' minds, making you feel this sense of dread. Or trying to make you feel this sense of dread. And it's kind of working, I would say, for some of you, being stuck in this dark terrible place again but you mm. see i am the light are you okay buddy who me you are are you the light right now is the light in the room with us right now i mean <laughs> it it could be it's completely dark in here. Burn, yeah, can you please you heal us? It's fair. I mean, I mean, I, I could, I could make it not dark. MDL, I think that you're hearing things like I'm hearing things. <laughs> all right, all right. Sit down for just a minute, and let's take a little bit of rest. I have a little bit of magic that can, I can help with. And uh, you'll see those shooting stars appear over Vern's head as as they crash into you. They will heal up a little bit. And Vern, as you're casting this, this is a spell, yes? Yep. Uh, aura of Vitality. Oh, so it's, it's just an aura. It's not a, okay. So it, no, it goes no, it off. it is a spell. It's, it's oh, it is a spell. Okay. spell aura of Vitality, yeah. It's not a difficult thing, but give me a concentration check, because as you begin to cast this, you hear a voice in your head. But go ahead and give me the concentration check first. 23. Amazing. As this voice, as you hear this voice in your head, you push through and and complete the spell. But this is what you hear. It must take such wondrous dreams to believe yourself a hero. I can barely wait to taste them one by one as they leak from your skull. I'm not sure what that means. Not sure what what means, Vern. Ah, so it is in our heads. Um, well, something about she's doing this, just like shooting stars crashing into each of you, healing you up. Something about me dreaming about being a hero, which I do not, and then they're going to lick them out of my noggin or something like that, one by one. I'm, I lost track. I was casting a spell. <laughs> I, that does sound uh, pretty terrible. I I would love to sit and rest, but I think uh, the faster, the sooner that we can get this over with, the better off we'll be. Yeah. We're almost done casting. Uh, Abdiel, uh, nine points of healing to you. Yes, that is all I really require. Oh, perfect. All right. Uh, I am down, going but to... very little. I'm going to go down the list. And then, uh, Jace, you're up next. Five points. <laughs> 36. Four points. Yeah. 40. Oh, my God. Four points. I'm rolling really bad. Okay, that's good. That's good. 
Thank you. Okay, so that means, uh, Kylie, you get 11. Um, I lost count. Wow. A little bit. Four? Oh, I'm sorry, Aka. Yeah, no, you're yeah. good. You get another 11. That's good enough. Okay. And, Clara, I got two coming your way, buddy. All right. roll really, really well. Okay, eight. Eight for the first one, okay. and then seven for the next one great how are you feeling after that uh i would say on a scale of one to 72 i'm about a 47 <laughs> one is one <laughs> it's good i have i have uh i have second wind if i if i need it okay all right and as you guys take a quick moment to breathe and catch your breath and regain your composure as the spell finishes, you all are standing here, ready to move if, whenever you're ready. And you guys can hear in the distance, cling, 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 tapping metal on stone, echoing through the hall. I go into the corner <laughs> and I touch myself for a couple of points of view. <laughs> as you guys are listening clinging, you hear Abdiel march over to a corner as if he's maybe having a conversation with somebody and then you see a glow as he becomes oh the God. light and he comes back feeling a little bit better <laughs> Akka's just leaning her head against Jace's like arm and it's just like I just I have become the light outside. <laughs> and I have returned I'm gonna how dark is it? It's here? Uh, it's well, <laughs> it's now. actually in here. There are a couple torches in the distance, casting a little bit of a you know light into the chambers overall. But it's it's pretty damn dark in here. Cool. So I'm just gonna like produce flame. I think you say with, with your hand. hand, and I'm gonna stand up. And... No, with my hand, and. I thought about it, and then I'm just going to start walking. Well, I guess the jig is up. As you all. I think we've already been caught out anyway, so... Well, when we get across, though, right before we go in, let me say a prayer. Things here are trying to affect our minds. I may be able to help with that, with Bahamut's guidance. Okay. Yes, we, I will remind you of that. As you all reluctantly agree to move forward. You immediately notice that voice one more time trying to tell you to flee. But as it says it and you step over the rocks through the opening into the next chamber, the voice just seems to fade into the back of your mind. Never really leaving, but no longer speaking loudly to you. Steadying your... Go ahead. I do some... Can I do something in my head to see if he's, like, still there? Or is he just, like, actually still there? What are you trying there? to do? Uh... No, you know what? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm just going to keep walking. Right before we walk into the uh, area with the hammers and stuff that we hear where act where activity is i'm gonna cast bless on uh how many people can i hit with this three creatures of my choice 
so I will do uh, I I believe that Klar is protected by uh, our god Bahamut, so I'll hit Abdiel Jace. That's a nice way of saying you're not really part of the party, so you can die. <laughs> no, uh, that's, that's fine. Bahamut's will be done. Uh, as you guys hear the voice fade into the back of your minds, you begin steadying yourselves as you regain the composure and step fully through into the next chamber. Uh, who's leading the way, by the way? Just out of curiosity. Abdiel, okay. I believe, was. As... And Clark. Mostly just Clark. Yeah, just I'll like be Clark, happily right following right close behind. As you guys crest the entrance hole into the next chamber, you look around, half expecting to see the displacer beast waiting for you with more of its kind. But instead, you see a slightly opened chamber with another tunnel off to the right. And this, this chamber is much smaller. It's only maybe 15 feet wide, and it kind of curves, and you can see where the other tunnel branches off. And you can hear tepid water dripping from the ceiling as it mixes in with the sounds of the clinging, which seem to echo through the tunnel to the right. Looking around, jutting downward like the teeth of some massive beast are several more stalactites. Your memories from the other day seem to surface once more, Abdiel, as you stare at the ceiling for any slight movement. Realizing that this place and all of it seems to be able to hide dangers in the shadows. And as you all crest and Look up as well, holding your breaths, pausing your footfalls. You hear for a long moment, echoing out through the cave, your own heartbeats. But after several long moments, the rocks above don't seem to move. And eventually you all realize no danger is immediately present. But you do still hear the clinging of the sound in the distance. How far away does it sound? And does it sound like someone mining stone? You, like a pickaxe? Or, or more like someone hammering metal on it? I would say, for you, you're not 100% sure because it's not sounds that you're used to. But for Klar, it is clear as day the sounds of somebody hammering away at a wall. Mining. It sounds like the sounds of miners trying to dig in further into a place. Okay. I, it's really hard to tell how far away it is. Uh, can I get in? Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to ask. Can I roll? You guys can all try to roll a perception a check. Better idea. I would say everybody except Clark would roll at disadvantage because again, you guys are not used to the underdark like this and the echoes make it really hard to tell. Uh, Clark, you would just roll it normal. Yeah. No. Great. Even with, this, nice. with disadvantage, I got an 18. Nice. That's, yeah. 23 at disadvantage. Um, yeah. Except perception, right? Yeah. yeah. 15 oh, with good disadvantage. What'd you get, Abdiel? I got... A two. No, I'm just kidding. Tell you. Oh, I got a word. natural one. Which is a what? Oh, it is a two. I called that two. shit. Holy shit. I'm psychic. 
it, your lottery is, numbers for the next lottery are 10, 19, 33, <laughs> 61. I don't know. Whatever are the numbers you want. Those are the only numbers that came to my mind. Um. And 193361. All right. Yeah, right? Got it. That'd be some shit those numbers are in the next lottery ticket, wouldn't it? I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I only, I rolled a three and I have plus eight, so I only had gotten 11, but my passive perception is eight. I would, so I, I, that's fine. I didn't even think about your passive perception. That. If your passive perception is higher, you guys can use that um, off of what you rolled. There you go. Bingo. Um, because that's actually one thing I want yeah, to try sense. to do for more is use passive perceptions as like a starting point. Um, mm. Anyways, mm-hmm. with the with those checks, you most of you, if not everyone, no matter how you, you can't tell exactly how far, but it's still a ways. It's not like another chamber over. Mm-hmm. And and Clara, you would also know that this was like where they set up and then they dug deeper in. And they set up other chambers as they got further in as like mm-hmm. rest spots um, to where they can keep going, you know? And yeah, yeah sure. you, like you set up locations mountain. and you, like this, this, the chamber you were in was like the initial yeah. campsite uh, and it's where all the supplies comes and they come back here to get that stuff when it would come, which hasn't come for a while because what happened. Um, but you, you guys get the feeling that it might be a few more tunnels and chambers before you find the exact sound, but you know that you're going the right way. Um, I will say this, though. With those perception checks, all of you feel like you're being watched from every corner, nook, and cranny. You feel like at any moment something's just going to jump out of the dark. And you can never seem to find what is watching you. But this feeling just won't go away. Hmm. Abdiel picks up a rock. Casts light on it. Chucks it. Into the tunnel or into this room here that's only like 15 feet wide? Into the you, you hear clink, 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 and it lights up the tunnel. And for a brief moment, you do see the eyes of a large cat as it like seems to turn and look back, but keeps moving further down the tunnels quickly. And it's it, when you see it, it's just at a far distance. The light just kind of made its eyes pop out. You know, like when you look at night and a flashlight kind of hits the eyes. But you can see that the the displacer beast that got away has moved down that tunnel much further. I don't know if this thing is leading us into a trap or if this is the way we must go, but at this point I don't have any better ideas, so let's just keep heading out. I believe they are one and the same, unfortunately. Indeed. Yep. All right. As you guys start to move further down this tunnel, you can hear skitterings and scrapings, some of it almost alien to your ears with the the way they're, the way you guys move through these tunnels and the way the sounds just kind of reverberate endlessly, leaving you each wondering what still waits further ahead. And it takes a few moments to realize that the tunnel itself is getting tighter and more narrow. And at 
this moment, Aka, I need you to make another wisdom save. As this tunnel seems to be closing in around you. It's a five. You Can I do something Ooh. to give her advantage? What would you be doing? Hold her hand. Aw. I would give you I would allow you to give her advantage with that. Showing showing you 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 all notice Aka is just oh. shaking as the tunnel gets closer and and Jace you turn and you're like right next to her. Do you say anything as you take her hand? Nope. I think as uh Nice. So that was a Nat twenty. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so as as uh Jace takes Aka's hand. <laughs> yeah, you guys see that moment where Aka looks like she's about to just lose it and Jace just slowly, quietly, calmly slides his hand into hers, just grasping it like a close, reliable friend would, knowing how his companion is feeling. And you just see the fear, at least for the moment, just wash away as she realizes she's not alone in this. And you guys are able to push forward through this narrow pathway. And you see that it bends to the right. And the, and it you, you know logically that this cave bending to the right is could easily be setting you up for, you know, an ambush ahead, but you just kind of have to follow it, especially now with Akka in the back, trying to get through as quickly as possible into a more open chamber. And as you guys go deeper, suddenly the room or the tunnel, I should say, begins to widen once more. And as you feel that, and even with that 20, uh, you, you know, the stress is still heavy. Oh, yeah. No. But you begin. To, yeah. She's still yeah. crying. She's still crying. <laughs> it's, this is, it's just not as bad. She's just not <laughs> uncontrollably leaving the area. Yeah. Yeah. But as you guys, the tunnel, the tight, tight corner begins to open up. It bends and weaves and every step brings you closer and closer to this opening and it just gets wider and wider and finally you're able to breathe a sigh of relief as the passage opens up into this much larger chamber. Uh, the chamber itself is about 30 feet by 30 feet and what you see in this room, though dank and dim uh, and like, like any cave, the space that opens up before you evokes the air of like a tavern's common room for Clar, you know what this room is this room is very familiar your people often build these as areas to act as a place of r and r when they aren't hammering away at the stone but they're not able to go back and you know all the way back to the campsite because they still have to work in an hour so it's kind of like a the lunch room oh, in a sense sure. as they they build these little little things as they go deeper in but it, Normally, these rooms feel very lighthearted, and the people in here are laughing and having a good time. But as it stands, this room feels very heavy. It's not a place of relaxing. You see faded, freshly tattered tapestries hanging on the walls, as if somebody tore through them, the symbols of your people, of your clan. You see benches crowd the far corner surrounding a rectangular table 
and has cups and plates and forks. But what's really odd is you see sitting in chairs, unmoving, almost like a cluster around a cold, dead, ashen hearth are several dwarves. They just sit. They make no sound. There's no movement. They're all just sitting there, Ooh. staring at one another. I would like to cast primal, oh, oh, uh, primal, primeval awareness. Okay. I'm not we'll with do that. the primeval awareness. What are you looking for again? I would like to divine sense. Um, so I can sense aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fae, fiends, or undead. undead um, you sense an aberration, not in this room, but with somewhere deeper within. And our dwarf friends are not undead. Oh, they're not undead. You, they're sitting there. They're breathing. You can see their chests moving. You can hear their breath leaving their mouths and their noses. But they just stare at one another. And they don't move. Okay. <laughs> and Abdiel, you, you were doing divine sense. What are you sensing? Uh, I can sense celestials, fiends, and undead, as well as the void within 60 feet, so long as I can see it and it's not behind total cover. You don't sense any of that in this room. They're just sitting there. And next to them, they they have weapons on them, but you also notice an, a rack of weapons, blades, bows, spears, sitting menacingly they... near them as if they need extra weapons, it's there. Do they react to us being there? As you guys are kind of just, just kind of came around the corner and you kind of stopped, Abdiel, as you, you know, you were leading the way, you stopped seeing them almost like, whoa, what's going on? And everybody kind of just comes bumping right behind you and you guys can all kind of see in the room and you all see them just sitting there. And you're not sure if they've heard you or if they noticed you, but if they had, they don't seem to react to it in any way. Real quick, what's the distance between us and that row of weapons? About 30 feet from here. Okay. They have I weapons was... on them as well. I know. I'll say mentally to so, Claw. Uh... Oh, go ahead. I'll, I'll just say mentally to Claw. Do you know these men? Um, do I recognize them? You, you know, you recognize a couple of them. Sure. You don't know any of these. These were definitely the miners that came before your group. Sure. Um, you, you don't know them personally, but you've seen them in the city. Sure. And sure. you've seen them at a couple of the, the taverns in the city, and they normally are a lot more boisterous than this. <laughs> gotcha. So I, I've seen them around, but uh, none of them are my cousin or anything. I couldn't call them by name, but I recognize their face. I I tap Clar on the on the shoulder or on the elbow and go, Well, they're not dead. Aye, that is good to know, little one. I I intend to keep it that way. Um and then I tap uh Vern on his elbow and go Vern, there's there's a really bad aberration somewhere within a mile of us. Right. Not surprising. I know. I guess I stay close together. Is there any reason for us to believe that these dwarves have some sort of 
horrific ulterior motive, or or should we just hail can them? I see what they're magic? doing there. Can I cast detect magic to see if they're under a spell? You can. Yeah, yeah let's let's oh, do yeah. that. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast detect magic. So I I, okay. I wiggle myself close to um, Abdiel, like peeking beh out behind his legs, like a toddler does with with their adults, <laughs> and go squint my eyes and look at them real hard because if they're not undead then there's something going on you sense some type of magic around them but it's not like magic in the normal sense you're not quite sure it's not like somebody you know in incanted a, a spell and and put it on them but there seems to be something uh, especially around their their heads, but it, it kind of goes over their entire bodies, but it seems to be focused on their minds. Some form of mystical connection. Yeah. So, yes. Do they look like regular dwarves? So, Aka taps Abdiel. Goes, Abdiel, I think the, the nasty magic that's making us all hear things might be the same nasty magic that is uh, affecting these dwarves. Ooh, speaking of that, sorry, speaking of that, thank well, you for reminding me. When you do it, you notice in your guys' minds, similar, it's not as bright in your minds as well. <laughs> all of your minds. Great. All of your companions. Well, perhaps we should see if there's any assistance. Maybe the dwarves should greet them. Hail and well met, friends. And Abdi... Or not. Ab Abdiel will step out and and sort of like hail them. And they sit there. I am the <laughs> I am the day man, fighter of the night. <laughs> day man. <laughs> all right. Uh -huh. <laughs> We're all gonna break out the song and dance here. No, um, you you call out to them, and there's no response. Akari, are you right? Alka, are you right next to me? No, I've moved uh, myself uh, behind Abdiel's legs. Okay. So I'm using Abdiel as a as a shield. <laughs> I I, I said hail, yeah. friends. Uh, are you okay? And Abdiel, as you call out the second time, one of them turns towards you. It's they're looking right at you, but there's no expression. It's just like a fog. And you see him grab a hand crossbow on the table, point it at you, and fire. What? And it misses. Ching, hits the wall. Whoa! Claw! And then... Claw, tell your, tell your kinsmen to stand down. I, I, I don't want to hurt them. This is not their doing. And as I... And as you as you say that, and as Clark starts to you know say response to you, they all stand up and draw their weapons. And let's roll for the DM. Yeah, go ahead. Hey DM, real quick, can I ang can I say that I angled my body so I have sight lines on the weapon rack? You, you can see the everybody can see the weapon rack. Yeah, you can see it. They're, it's right uh, next okay, to them. Okay. It's right next to all of them. Oh, okay. It's, okay, okay. I get you. All right. You see in this room, all of you, as as they all stand up, and you are able to get a full count of them now. Eleven dwarves in this I think room. That's enough. 
Can you guys go ahead? Yeah. Roll your initiatives. Yep. I got yeah. thirteen. Jace has a thirteen. All right, Vernalax. Fourteen. Fourteen. Abiel, what do you got? Eighteen. Eighteen. Aka. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. And then our good old buddy Clar. I got fourteen. Fourteen. All right. Let's see here. Boom. All right. As we start this combat, they jump up, drawing their weapons. Some reaching for spears from the the rack. Aka, you go first. You see these dwarves. One of them just shot a, a crossbow randomly at Abdiel, who was trying to calm them down. And then everybody stood up. What is Aka doing in this moment? I, can I say, as a free action, I'm just gonna shout like, um, "Don't, don't kill them. If if you must subdue them, it, we must do what we must do. But but leave them alive. They're they're not in they're not of their right mind. They're not in control of themselves. They're they're under the thrall of whatever was controlling those displacer beasts. I can see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Aka is. So done with all of this, um, and she. But she narrow. Arm, like, <laughs> right. No, 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 no. They're going down. A gun. No, that will kill all of us. No, no. It's a big um, chamber. It may not okay. kill y'all. This is kill y'all. I can teleport. <laughs> okay, this is what Aka's gonna do in order to sort of spread out damage. I am going to cast. Hail of Thorns at a second level. I um and then I'm going to take aim at my bow. At just one of them. They're all they're all sort of packed together, right? Because it's a small it's, room. It's around it's around a big din dinner table. So I mean there are there are some close to to each other. You know, there's a couple within five feet of whoever you're aiming at, but you won't get everyone because they're no, that's fine. I just, I just want to sort of spread out damage, because mm -hmm. um, I'm taking into consideration Clara's request instead of doing Hunter's Mark to, to try to kill someone, you know. Okay. Well, and I think just, just uh, from a rules perspective, when you deal a killing blow, you can choose to do non-lethal. Is that correct? That is correct. Still, Morgan. Yeah. Okay. Not with magic. No, I'm just kidding. I'll let you guys no. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, how, how, let me ask you this. Yeah. How would I you mean, do that with a fireball? Yeah, yeah. Or like an exploding arrow. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I mean, there. Were, I would say. In, I would say in certain ways, yes, I would allow it. But certain, you know, certain actions. Like if you throw a no. fireball, you, you. I'm sorry, you're not throwing a fireball to knock people unconscious. You're throwing no. a fireball no. to kill people. Generate someone. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to pick a target um, that has two buddies on five feet of either side of them, and I'm going to shoot my bow. All right. Go ahead, shoot, shoot. Go ahead and fire. So the first hit is going to be a 24 to hit. It hits. So that person is going to take eight points of damage, mm -hmm. and then the Hail of Thorns damage is eight points of damage. It, doesn't that but spread to, to the other people around, right? 
Yeah, so, but, and those, those people can ha uh, do a 13 deck save to take half. Ooh, they both rolled above it. Uh, does they, doesn't it okay. do it to him as well? Uh, yes. Ooh, he failed with a nat one. Uh, the one you hit goes down. As the arrow hits him, and then it explodes out, you're, you're hoping he's not dead, but he goes down. Um, okay. The other two, they, the thorns seem to pierce them, and they seem mm -hmm. to be heavily, heavily injured and hurt. Okay. So I'm going to, for my second attack, I'm going to turn my body in a different direction to, like, not get those two that have been hurt. Mm -hmm. To try to, again, spread out the damage. Uh, that's going to be a 17 to hit. That hits as well. Great. Do I get Hail of Thorns on that? No, one? it's just on the first one, I believe. Okay, perfect. That's fine. So then that damage is going to be 11 points of damage to that person. As it hits them right in the chest, they drop. God bless America. Um, I could I could use my Horde Break. The one time I, I can actually use my Horde Breaker ability and I can't kill anybody. I'm just gonna stop. I'm just gonna like drop my bow and just move out of the way so that somebody else can do something. Yeah, I will say the I'm arrow sorry, that Clark! I will say the arrow that you hit the second guy with. Uh, you hit him in a place where it's not vital. You know what I'm saying? Like he goes okay. down, but yeah. he's not. You you know he's still alive. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. With that, are you anything else? Or are you done? Yep. That's. All right. Good. With that, one of them drooling, foaming at the mouth, charges forward and swings at Abdiel. Mindless. It's foaming at the mouth. Yes. Uh, that will be a 19. Does that hit? No. <laughs> and it's second attack. That will be a 20. That just hits. All right. And you take seven points of damage as he slams um, his hand axe right into, right underneath like your ribs. Boom. And it, it kind of perches. It doesn't break through your armor clearly, but it definitely bruised a rib as it takes a nice little hit into you. Um, that will be his attack. Abdiel, he's right in front of you. Just staring at you. Cold. Unwavering. What are you doing? How many of these things are within 10 feet of me? How many dwarves? At the moment, just the one. Because you haven't, you haven't moved into the room yet, uh, and they charged up to you. I guess... I'm just going to, uh, I don't know. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on myself. Okay. Um, which will increase my armor class. And now that we've got that rock and rolling. So that is going to be a bonus action. And I guess I'll use an action to, to hit this guy. 
right. Let's see if I can knock him out. Does a 17 hit? 17 does hit. I'm not going to smite him. I feel too bad. <laughs> As he stares oh, at I you. Oh, I rolled so good. That's that's 20 points of damage Ooh, on my first attack. That, he goes down. He goes down. Uh, I, I choose for it to be non-lethal. <laughs> Can you? Yes, he can. Yes. He, as he brings, uh, you, you see, Abdiel, you, you start to bring it down, and last second, you just kind of tilt the blade enough towards more of a blunt strike as you crack him upside the head. And the dwarf's neck kind of goes down in, into his body for a second. He His head tilts, his eyes roll into the back of his head, and he just crumples at your feet. He is bleeding from the top of his head, but you don't believe it was a death blow. I just swipe sideways with my sword. Yeah. I'm like, nope! <laughs> like a cat swiping something off a table. Just like, boom! With that, as you... Are you doing anything else? Um, yeah, I'm going to move into the room. All right. I'll be like, we're not here to hurt you! And with that, another one comes charging up at you. They're swarming you, Abiel. Good. And that is a miss with the first swing. My armor class is a 22. I know. By the way. I know. A miss with the second swing. And he swings. Just ah, like no words. Just just pure roaring and yelling. Like um, almost like he's barbaric, you know, just mindless rage. You've met a couple, you know, warriors uh, up in the northern lands where the orcs were who raged like this just seemed to lose themselves in a fury as he's swinging at you uh he is, turns over a second one runs up at you abdiel and he swings at you Ooh, a natural 18 plus his bonuses that's going to be a hit so he does hit you but not much you take another four points of damage as okay. as his hand axe cracks you and your ribs on the other side okay made it and with that Another worker, one of the workers runs up and swings at you, and that's a miss. So you have three of them just around you right now. Um, with that, Clar, it's your go. You see your people just swarm in Abdiel, just tr all of them trying to claw and rip their way to him. Um, you see Akka has injured two that are still standing and dropped two as well. What are you doing? Um, I think I'll rush to Abdiel's side, um, and, uh, I'm going to, you know, say, you know, the, I'm just going to be shouting, you know, stop, stop, don't, don't do this to yourselves, and, uh, I'm going to try and, and, uh, uh, disable you know, a couple of these, a couple of these uh, dwarves that no. are that are trying to attack Abdiel. Now, let me ask you: Are you are you trying your best to disable them, or are you hesitant because they are your people? Yeah, I I can't imagine that I'm. I can't. I I have to imagine that I'm not uh, fully invested. Yeah, fully invested in actually doing damage to uh, my my townsfolk, you know. So I would 
I would implement disadvantage on you, at least for this okay. round, because this is just you're walking and you're trying to calm them down and you're hesitant. Yeah, exactly. you're, you're kind I, of trying to fight them off, but you're hoping that you don't have to kind of thing. Yeah. I'd almost considered like just trying to grapple one instead of like actually taking attack actions. If you want to you do know? that, you can. I won't, I won't put you disadvantage to grapple. Okay. Yeah, I have some I have some rope too, so uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe instead of like actually attacking one, I'm just gonna try and grapple and, and subdue one. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try that. So I will I won't put you at disadvantage to grapple because that's you okay. trying to safely, you know, deal with the situation. Okay. You, this turn you could grapple. You won't be able to rope him this turn. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And you may need yeah, help to actually get him tied up. You know? can pull him off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So are you going for one of the ones with the hand axes or one of the workers? I'm going for one of the ones with the hand axes. Yeah, okay. the tougher ones. Mm-hmm. And I rolled an 18 on the dice, and I've got a five modifier, so 23. You grab him up, and he is grappled at this moment. And you're pulling him off of him, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to pull him yeah, back. Yeah, I'm just stopping him from attacking, pulling him uh, five feet away from any, you know, All trying right. to make it so that he can't attack any of my party. Anything else? Um, I might try and, and shout. Uh, I'll s- try and shout some, some, you know, words in Dwarvish uh, to try and get them to stop, you know, saying the same kind of things, but... What, what do you yeah, do, it, does? I, anybody here speak Dwarven other than Clar? Nope. No. Nope. You hear Clar yell something out in Dwarvish. Maybe he's trying to help. Maybe he's telling them to attack you. You're not quite sure. No. <laughs> it sounds really it sounds really guttural. You know, like a very harsh language. You're not quite sure. Almost like German. You know, you're like even when they're saying nice things, you're not quite sure. <laughs> Have you heard Kronk and Wagon? Kronk and Wagon. Kronk and House. <laughs> like, what is that? It's the hospital. Oh. It's the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, you're yelling. What are you yelling exactly? Just stop? Um, yeah, I'm just, uh, like, pleading with them. Please, please, please stop. Don't, don't do this. I'll have to, I'll have to hurt you. And as you're saying it, with that, with your passive perception, you can tell that your words are falling on completely deaf ears. Like, they're not home. Their minds are not here right now. Okay. All right. With that, as you're grabbing him, another worker comes up behind you and swings at you. Okay. Ooh, natural 17 plus 3. That's a 20. Yeah. Yep, that's a hit. And you will take seven points of damage as you feel a pickaxe just come right down into your shoulder as you're holding on to this one. Okay, 40 HP. All right, with that, Vernalax, it is your go. You see Abdiel knocking somebody out. You see Akka releasing arrows, dropping a couple, and you see... Uh, Clar grabbing and trying to desperately plea with his people to not fight your group. What are you doing, Bernalax? Alright, DM. So, my uh, channel divinity lets me end a charmed or fear effect. Does this appear to be a charm effect by chance? 
You're you're not quite sure, but you can try if you want. I don't I don't think I can. Channel divinity's too too valuable of a resource to take that big of a gamble on. Um, oof, that's unfortunate. In that case, I will bring out the hammer and shield and I'll walk up and, oh, I'm not good with my hammer. Would you allow Toll the Dead to be, to be? <laughs> oh, Toll the Dead. Listen to the name. <laughs> <laughs> but non-lethal. Toll the very nearly dead. <laughs> toll the injured. <laughs> Can you call it Toll the Unconscious? <laughs> you know what? I'll just try to smack one with a war hammer. Maybe if you then follow up with Spare yeah, the Dying. That's, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> one round of yeah, right. Toll the Dead, one round of Spare the Dying. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Alright. What you got for me? That is an 11. Are you actually you miss as you swing are you swinging at the who are you swinging at there is there's four you see two two of them with battle like well two of them with axes armored uh, you know attacking abdiel you see another worker on abdiel so there's three on abdiel mm -hmm. uh one of them is actually grab one of them actually got grabbed by uh clar and as he's holding one of the ones with the axes you see another worker come up behind him and slam him in the shoulder with a pickaxe. So who are you targeting? I'll, I'll hit the one that just hit Clark. I'll just walk up and I, I'm sure Abdiel will, will hand like handle. All right. So as you as you swing with the eleven, I, I wanted to know who you were swinging at. That it does miss his armor class. Oh, unfortunate. So you, yeah, you swing at him and he kind of pulls the axe away and as he does, he kind of smacks your hammer off to the side. Surprisingly, his reflexes are very quick for a simple worker. Anything else, Vernalax? I think that's it. I think that's all I got. Jace, all this chaos is going on around you. What is our crazy Jace thinking? There's like seven people on us right now. It's weird. Um. Well... I mean, first of all, I'm going to Eldritch Blast that weapons rack just to be safe. Um, first one's a natural 20 for 25. Second one is a 17. It explodes, and the weapons <laughs> and the weapons go scattering around. Some of them are broken. Some of them are just, you know, knocked loose from the rack. Where's the second one going? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to... I didn't think I would get natural 20. Um, I just... Use the second one on one of the workers to just like blast them back. Hopefully, just blast them back. I got. I rolled a twenty-two. You hit. Okay. Which worker? Which worker are you trying to hit? There's two that are injured from Akka's thorns. Uh, there's one that is engaged with Vernalax, um, and there's one that's on Abdiel, and then there's there's two armored individuals that are on. Well, one of them that's on Abdiel and one of them that's being grappled by Clark. Wait, you said two armored individuals on Clark or one? Well, no, there's... there's Actually, wait, sorry. There's three armored ones and one of them is uh, in Clark's grasp. Um, One of the armored ones, I guess. One of the ones that's on Abdiel? Yeah, one of the armored ones on Abdiel. I'm sorry. All right, go ahead. 
Roll the damage. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. That is a three. As you hit him for three damage, it seems to hit him. And you know that normally when people are hit by something, they react. But as your magic hits and you can see it sizzle on his, on his flesh and his neck, there's just no response to it. It's as if he doesn't feel the pain. Right. Um. Remind me, can I do flurry of blows with my quarterstaff? I can't remember if we decided if that was fine. Well, no, you'd have to do that as an action, but since you cast the spell, that would be your... Okay, that, you did then the, as a bonus action, I'll just do it um, with my regular fists. So you're going to charge up and bonus action punch? Uh, bonus action flurry of blows, yeah. Spend yeah. my last key right. point here. Uh, ba -ba -ba. I rolled I a three. Yeah, that that's a miss with the first swing. Hmm. Swing at one of the one of the guys that's engaged with Abiel. You get you get a second yeah, one. Yeah, uh, that right. one's an eighteen. <laughs> second, second one does hit. Is this the one that you struck already? Are you charging up and hitting that one? Yeah. All right, how much? Give me the damage. Uh, was it with strength phase? So that would be a 18. Wait, what? Because I rolled. No, it's not a strength check. Because it's blank, so we said roll strength for this, didn't we? No, no not, not for your damage. Oh, no, no, it sorry. would be. <laughs> You're rolling damage right now, buddy. Yeah, so just keep bludgeoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your bludgeoning is all screwed up, though. Yeah, that's, that's a weird thing. That's what's always messed up. I don't know why it's doing that. It should be, I think, at your level, it's it's 1d4, isn't it, guys? Yeah, you're because you're only, like, what, level 1, Monk? You're all... Yeah, it's 1d4. So roll 1d4. Okay, level two, it's still 1d4. Roll 1d4 and then add uh, your dex bonus to it, or your strength bonus, whichever's better. You can choose, actually. So that would be a one, and my dex bonus is a one. Okay, so that's two damage. All right, so you hit that guy for two more points of damage. And you punch him square in the jaw. You can see it, one of his teeth kind of get knocked loose, and it falls out of his mouth. And he just kind of cracks his jaw back into place with no sound. And then just continues to move forward. Not a fan of that. With that, the two that are injured in the back, they pick up two, they pull up two crossbows that were on the tables in front of them and they fire them at Akka, who shot them with the arrow. One clearly misses. One may hit. Does a 15 hit you, Akka? No! So the, My armor class is 16. Yeah. You, see the, you see these bolts come flying. You kind of spin and take cover behind the rock, and you can hear where one almost hits you as it skink right into the stone, and the other one just goes deep into the tunnel behind you. Uh, and they both miss on their goes. With that, we are back at the top of the round. Akka, you are peeking around from the corner after just taking a quick duck. What are you doing? Okay. I don't know if this is the smart thing to do, but this is the thing that Akka's going to do, because am done with all of this so she's gonna run into the room uh, snap so an exploding arrow in the center of the room kill everyone <laughs> oh 
This is a big carved out space, right? Yes. I can, can I fly? Um, it's not, it was carved out by dwarves. I mean. And it's like a little chamber for them to rest and relax and drink and just re wait until their, their next shift to go in and hammer. It is not tall. It is 30 by 30 feet wide, but it's, Abdiel is, his head's pretty much touching the roof. Okay. Um, that's okay. I'm going to, that's fine. Um, I'm still going to run in. You hate it. Um, <laughs> and do one of the, do the thing that, um, when, when you see owls running on the ground and, uh, get just enough air that I can get, uh, put my claws out, my talons out, and I'm going to attack uh, one of the ones that I had hit with my... They're they're past everybody. They're, they're, they're in the back. They're still by the table. The ones you hit are by the table. There's a whole bunch in front of, between you and them. Oh, because okay. they ran forward and engaged with Abdiel because he was in the front. A bunch of them did, but the ones that you shot were still by the table. They, they picked up their crossbows and fired at you from there. Oh, okay. All right, well, then I will redirect my energies towards the ones that are hurting my friends and still with my talons out because I'm trying not to kill anybody, but my talons, I am feeling spicy, so I'm going to use my talons. Yeah, you're, you're trying to uh, not kill but maim. Uh, so that's going to be a 22 to hit. Okay, 22 does hit. Are you hitting one of the workers or one of the armored individuals? Uh, one of the workers. Uh, so that's going to be two points of damage with my talons. You jump in. Um, you scratch right down his chest. And he just... Just stares blankly. Um, can... Uh, do I get a second attack with my talons? Do you have two attacks? Then you do. I do. Okay, so... Um, I'm going to... With that... Uh, focusing on th th this worker um, try to use my wings to get just up enough so that I can hit him again with my talons but um, like I'm attacking his head like those magpies do in gotcha. Australia you're, you're kind of like bird version of like Luke King's bicycle kick <laughs> uh, so that's going to be that a 19 hits. to hit right that is going to be a 4 of damage to this he's he's boy. looking ragged from those two claw strikes you see even though his mind looks steady and moving forward the body itself looks like it's starting to uh, shake under the the stress of the damage you've done but he's he's still moving forward still charging well I've perched my I so I think I've like dug my claws into his shoulders um, and I'm just going to perch on him. And that's all. That's my turn. Right. Well, you I would I, you would be able to perch on him per se because, I mean, we could do it. Actually, we can. But you'd have to make an acrobatic check versus him trying to shake you off. So I will do his strength versus your acrobatic. So go ahead and roll, roll an acrobatic okay. check. Hey. Oh yeah, funny, yeah. You, he tries to shake you off, and you hold firm. All right. Yeah, Aka is so mad and so angry, and I don't think anybody has ever seen her. Her like, in the orc village about how I was like tearing apart the food and stuff, but no, like I am done. 
I'm exhausted. I am angry at my, there's a weird thing talking in my brain. And I am just like perched and I'm just like, you are gonna stop whatever you're doing right now, stupid thing. Yes, kill them. No, you shut up. <laughs> With that, do we hear this? <laughs> no, just just Akka in her head. Okay. Well, yeah. Abdiel, you hear Akka say, "You shut up." Um, this is what you guys hear. Abdiel, you see Akka going full on wild berserk mode on these individuals in front of you. Clar trying to hold people as he's getting pickaxed in the shoulder. Jace destroying weapon racks and injuring people with both Eldritch Blasts and swift punches to the face. Vernalax swinging and his attack getting deflected. What are you doing? As you are currently engaged with one, two, uh, three individuals. The fourth one is kind of in front of you, but in that's grappled by uh, Klar. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to. They just seem they seem like zoned out, like totally unresponsive, other than getting smacked down. Yeah. Yes. I will just start knocking them out. Clar, if they ever wake up with a bag headache, tell them I'm sorry. And he swings. <laughs> One of the armored ones in front of you. Yeah. Uh, nine, uh, Twenty-seven to hit. Nice. That does hit. Is this the one that has already been injured by uh, by Jace? Yeah, I do 11 points of damage. And with that, that's exactly what you needed to make him go down. Okay, so and he gets knocked unconscious. As Jace, punched, then... as Jace punched him and knocked one tooth out, his head turns back, and it, just as it turns back and there's like no expression, your sword comes in from the other side, blunt side of the blade, just smacking him. And he just his head just spins... His body spins with it, and he goes down. I'm going to attack. I have a uh, multi-attack. I hit one more time. The other one. Here go. You have multi-attack, or do you just uh, get multiple attacks in your turn? Because multi-attack is like a stat block thing. <laughs> I have I have extra attack. There you go. Extra attack. Uh, there we go. <laughs> I have extra attack. Um, so I uh, 25 hit. 25 does hit. Okay, and the one who has that armor about to get hit in the face uh, for uh, 15 points of damage. You rock him. He drops to one knee, and he looks like he's about to fall over, and then his eyes glow, and you just barely catch it, and he just looks back up, and he stands back up once more. Oh, come on. Make this easy on yourselves. Um, and... I think I have any bonus actions that I can do. Okay, that is the end of my turn. He's knocked out. The one that you just about crumpled stands back up, and he swings at you wildly once more. Blood leaking down the side of his head from your blow. <sighs> your armor class right now is so good. As he hits, and you bring that shield up, just knocking the hand axe away for the first attack. Second attack... Another natural 18. I will take it. And that will be another... And that's plus his bonuses, and that definitely does hit you. Uh, that'll be another six points of damage. As he slams in. As you block the first blow, he quickly readjusts, 
slides the axe down the shield as sparks kind of as the metal does it and then switches it and brings it up underneath your guard cracking you in the side once more your ribs are just really feeling it even though you have the armor on they're trying to wear you down man and that will be his turn um the, the one that is grappled by you clar is going to try to break free okay so I need, it's going to be oh he rolled a natural 20 but go ahead oh, if you roll no. a, if you roll a natural 20 you'll be able to hold him Oh for no! I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> you're holding. You're holding. And that pickaxe—it got you really good, and it just kind of loosened your your full strength from your left arm. And he takes advantage of that and just peels away, and he breaks free, and he turns and he stares at you, mouth just foaming. And that'll be his action, though. But he is free at this moment, and Jeez. with that, the. The worker that is on you, Abdiel, is going to swing, and that's a miss. And now we're at you, Clar. Oh, boy. Um, I think with everything that's been happening, I with getting hit and with me having the realization that my words have no effect, um, would, I think I could probably attack at this point without hesitation. I mean, like, I've, yeah. you know, you, you realize you guys are doing everything you can to get through these yeah. guys and it's just not working. And yeah. you see that your friends are dropping them without killing them. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I want to do. Uh, I will, I will, uh, I will use my, my hammer and, uh, try and do some non-lethal damage to this, uh, to this dwarf that just escaped my grapple. So funny to me hearing I'm going to hit him with my hammer, but non-lethally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm just like, you just, just take it, the, uh, take, take out his knee. Take him out on the yeah. knee, man. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Oh, no, I got a four. Uh, what's my Wing hit? and a miss. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> Not that good. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, total would be 13, so. You missed. Oh, wait, no, you hit uh, 13 armor class? You hit him. Oh wow! Heck yeah, yeah! I have a plus nine to attack with my with nice. my hammer. Nice! So. Wow! So you rolled and you hit. Just That's don't roll a two or lower, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I can handle that. <laughs> um, okay, Next roll see. will be a two. You watch. No. <laughs> yeah. So I did eleven damage. As you crack him right in the, I would say you probably you bring it across in his arm, trying to. Mm disable in the arm and you you hear bones crack and where the arm should go limp from the pain it just kind of holds the weapon and you can see bone is protruding from the arm and it just looks like he has no no pain as he's uh, as he's still moving forward do you have a second attack i have a second attack yeah i'm gonna take it that's on, uh 19 on, on the same guy or on the worker behind you with the pickaxe i'm on on the same guy Okay. Yeah. 19 hits. And then that only did 8 damage. That'll be enough to drop him, though. Okay, yeah. Still doing non-lethal, but... With a death blow. No, I'm just kidding. Um, nope. Right. <laughs> Clark is the first one to intentionally kill one of his own You, you, as you, as you fracture that arm, 
and you're thinking like, oh, he's going to drop that weapon, and he just holds onto it and lifts the blade, mm-hmm. even though it shouldn't be possible. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he just do from the pain. You realize that you need to take him out, and you bring the hammer, like the side of the hammer, right against the side of the head, and just boom. And you hit him with just enough force to lay him out, not enough to kill him or cause him brain damage. And he just goes, you hit him, and he flies about five feet and just crumples. I am sorry, brother. And then I'm going to turn and face the worker behind me. But yeah. uh, that'll be my turn. And as you're like, I'm sorry, brother, and you start the turn, there's a pickaxe coming right at your head. Ooh. And that'll be an 18. Does that hit? And 18 meets my armor class. Yes, it does. Oof. All right. So that'll be six points of damage to you. As the pickaxe, as you're like kind of turning, you realize, oh shit, as this pickaxe comes right down, you get your arm up and it cuts into your arm a little bit as it grazes right through. It doesn't doesn't get you deep in the arm, but it grazes your arm, cutting your arm open as blood starts pouring out and you pull back from the pain. And that'll be his turn. Vernalax, you see that there are two more down this turn and two severely injured, well, four severely injured, and uh, one that has not been scathed at all yet that's on Clar right now, that just cut Clar. But the rest are all pretty beat up. What are you doing? Um, hmm. I think it's pretty hard for my friends to miss, so I don't think I need to try to aid them in hitting. I think I'm just gonna try one more time. On the worker? Yeah, you were hitting the worker, right? That was hitting with the pickaxe? Uh, uh, attempting to hit, yes. I yeah. think I will attempt <laughs> once more. And I will get a 22. Definitely. Hell yeah. As as you see him come down on your fellow brother of Bahamut, there's this, not rage, but a sense of, you know, of wanting to protect a fellow a follower of Bahamut, and it like inspires you as you bring that hammer around and you crack him. How much damage? Uh, seven damage. Seven damage. And he spins around, gets all groggy, looks like he's about to fall over, and then just shakes it off and stares at you. What was wrong with him? Hold down! <laughs> right? Yeah, that's it. Jace. Jace is no. your go. Um, so, I'm going to look at the one that I am currently in front of, I guess you could say. And I'm going to try and cast Suggestion. He needs to roll a Wisdom save. Okay. What do you say? Stop fighting, please. All right. And we'll see if it works on his turn. You cast the spell. You hear you guys. You guys can see as Jace says the words. There's like this magical echo to them. Stop fighting, fighting, fighting. As it seems to go and reverberate into this person's mind. We'll see if it works. With that, an arrow or crossbow bolt comes flying at Akka. 19? Does a 19 hit you, Aka? 
Oh yeah, 100%. You take six points of damage. A lot of sixes with those rolls. Jace. Natural 20, Jace. Well. You take ten points of damage as a crossbow bolt catches you in the shoulder as you're like, as you sit there and you focus on this one in front of you and you hit, and you command it to stop fighting, an arrow catches you right in the right in the shoulder blade. Yeah. With I that, get slightly annoyed and my hair kind of flares up in anger. You guys mm-hmm. see, you see, you feel the heat just poof off of Jace as his hair begins to glow this bright red. Aka, it is your go. Yeah, um, I'm gonna attack the guy that I'm standing on. Uh, just with my talents again. So the first one will be a nine to hit. You, you're perched on him, but his armor is kind of preventing you from digging in there deep. Okay. I'm going to try to hit one more time. Gosh darn it. Eight. So mad. Is, you're, <laughs> you're trying to get it in there, and it just, like, can't get through his defense. All right. Um, so. I think... Uh, I'm clearly a target by being perched on him, so I think that um, not being able to get through, I hop down um, uh, just off of his his shoulders, and uh, that will be the end of my turn. All right. You're not moving away from him. You're just jumping down. Yeah, I'm just hopping down next to him. All right. With that, your turn, Clara. Um, okay. How many are, what's the state of the battlefield at this point? How many are, how many are left standing? What's you see, you see, um, two on Abdiel that just swung on him. There Uh is a worker on you. And then there's two with crossbow bolts that are by the table firing at everyone. So there is Um, a total of five left. Okay. And they're all wounded. Okay, I'm going to swing at the worker that's uh, that's uh, on on me currently. Oh, that's a nat twenty, and it's uh, non-lethal, of course. course. Nat twenties are always lethal. No. Oh um, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to hit too hard, but my anger seeps in, and I crack him in the head. No, um, uh huh. Go ahead. Um, actually, I did. You're. It'll be. Damage. Yeah, you. You hit him and he crumbles under the weight of the blow okay. into a unconscious stupor on the ground. And then, how many feet away are the uh, crossbow shooting guards at the? They're table? probably about fifteen feet away from you, where you guys are at at this point. Okay, I'll I will move uh, move to engage in melee with one of them and and take my second attack on on that one. All right. You guys see Clara charge in, and he brings that hammer down right at one of the legs, trying to sweep the dwarf to knock him out. I got a 16 to hit. You hit, and he, as you as you swing that, that hammer through, it catches him right in the shin. Not like with the, the hammer itself, but more of like the handle of your of your battle. You know, and it just kind of trips him. But as it catches him, and he falls, his head hits the ground, and he goes out. Nice. And you're standing next to the other one with a crossbow. But I think that's the end of your action, yes? 
It is. That is all I can do. All right. And with that, uh, Vernalax, it is your go. There is three left. Two on Abdiel and one by Klar. All right. We'll continue the Warhammer onslaught that Vern has never used for its practical sense. He's just used it for spell casting. So let's see. Uh, I'll step to the other side and uh, which uh, which one of these guys is looking the most injured? Because I don't think I'm going to be able to do much. Yeah, I can do a little. Um, They're both pretty close. Uh, but there is one that's more more beat up than the other. Slightly more beat I'll up. I'll try to step over to that one and swing away. All right. I will miss. Hey, bada bada. With yeah. a 10. You swing, you swing, and he just smacks it away with his with his shield. It, it would make this a lot easier if you would stop doing that. He just looks at you, and then turns his attention back to Abdiel. Hey, Jace. The one that shot you is right next to Klar, and then there's two on Abdiel. What are you doing? I am going to. It's not like you aged. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, well, I'm gonna summon my quarterstaff, and I'm just gonna try and crack someone on the skull non-lethally. All right. Uh, so one of the ones that are on Abdiel right in front of you. Correct. Yeah. I'm I'm right. hoping that I can just hit them into unconsciousness. That is a sixteen. That hits. Yeah. This is the same, the same one that. Uh, is it the same one that Vernalax just swung out? Yes. That is enough to make him go Oh, down. thank God, because I only did one <laughs> point of damage. Yeah, as you swing and you just barely catch him, but it's enough. Enough to send his already battered corpse into unconsciousness. Cool. Um, who's the... Um, can I make eye contact with the one who was next to him and just, like, raise an eyebrow as an intimidation check? You certainly can. Go ahead. That is God dick. It's a nine. Doesn't even recognize your voice or hear you. And you also you also realize that neither one of them stopped. Or when you cast suggestion, it did not work. I, I didn't say that before, but they continued to attack as if your words had no effect on them. And is our little ghost friend anywhere in my head trying to warn us or anything like that? In your head, you just feel this this glee at all the mayhem before you. I'm just gonna roll my eyes and and I'm just gonna I'm gonna do the mentally equivalent of rolling my eyes. And anything else? Or is I that can't it? do anything else. No. Okay. With that, the last one is going to um, turn and pull out his hammer and swing it at you, Clark. Oh, nat one as he does yes. just bing right off your armor you just kind of like you kind of throw your chest forward like because you know this this isn't like a war hammer this is just like a like a tool and you just you know your armor can take the blow and you just kind of force it boom and the hammer kind of goes wide and back and it gets knocked from his hand as it's ting 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 skitters across the floor um Akka it is your go there's one in the back and one on Abdiel. Okay. And it's the one that you're standing on. Yeah. Um, I think that Akka's just ha 
at it with this one in front of her, so... Um, she takes her talons and not because it's not an unarmed strike. She's using her talons, but she's just gonna bop them on, on like on the back. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Go back ahead. Okay. That is gonna be a fifteen to hit. It does hit. Right. So that's gonna be five points of damage. And guess what? As you Amazing. bop him in the back of the head, he goes down. Let's go. <laughs> he pockets like, go to sleep! Bad! Door! <laughs> and as he crumples, you kind of like flutter your wings and land on your feet, and you still see there's one that's 15 feet away from you. Still, st it just lost his hammer. It was yeah, knocked from his I'm hand. I'm gonna... Okay. I think I'm gonna turn around and run towards them and again use my... all right my talent you run you leap you get like a so little fly and I got that one <laughs> yeah you as you do it you kind of try to leap and get the wind you just don't and as you do you come up short and kind of like almost lose your footing but you're able to maintain yourself but now that you're right up on this guy all right with that, uh, you guys look at Abdiel and he's just frozen. You're not sure why. He's just standing there. He's been standing there since the last few seconds, unmoving. As, as if his brain is being pulled away from this moment. Uh, with that, we will go to Klar. I, uh... So, this one that's just standing still is, and seeming to, like, not act at all is the only one, uh... uh it's acting. Left. He's been acting. He's He was firing bolts. He, he tried to smack you with a hammer, but you kind of yeah. deflected it with your armor. Yeah. I think we have to... I think we have to knock him out. And I rolled a 22 to hit. You hit, and he goes down. You don't even have to roll the damage. He had one HP left. Fantastic. <laughs> and as you hit him, you guys all start to breathe as you realize the room goes silent. And as you guys look to Abdiel, he seems distant. His eyes black. And this is where we'll end. Well. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, travelers. I am Morgan your master of games, and I just want to say thank you for listening to our adventure. We really hope you enjoyed this episode and will return for more. Join us every other week on our new schedule to see what happens next with our Heroes of Oxus. If you love the stories we are creating, please give us a follow and likes wherever you listen to us online to help other wandering adventurers find us as well. Or you can just share our link with your fellow dice throwing friends. Remember, whether it's at the table or in life, never stop rolling. Thanks again, and I hope you all have a great day.